the Raw Take, everyone, the lifeline to your unfiltered media experience. I'm your host, Gian Thomas. And before we get into the show today, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any uploads. Also, you can find us anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. So, last night, uh, a very upsetting loss. Nina Turner lost her congressional race in Ohio's 11th district. Um, she was, there were polling showing that she was up by, uh, I think it was 40, uh, 30, 35%, maybe 40%. Um, she had a big lead over all of the candidates, including, uh, Chantel Brown, who actually, you know, pulled the upset and won. Uh, it's just, it's amazing how this race ultimately played out. It's crazy how it ultimately played out. The, the dark money that influenced this campaign from both sides, uh, from the Democratic, from the centrist Democratic Party and the Republican Party, just the amount of money that was thrown into this race so Nina Turner wouldn't win it is just mind boggling. And I, I, I think people, I think, you know, I think now more than ever, it's very evident how uh, corrupting money is and how, uh, and how it does play such a huge impactful part in our politics. Uh, the attack ads against uh, Nina Turner were all over the place. Um, in some attack ads, they tried to make her seem like she was the establishment and make it seem like she was, uh, you know, not for the people and against a lot of progressive policies like Medicare for all and, uh, you know, a $15 minimum wage, which those are things that, uh, you know, she is definitely for. Uh, so it just goes to show that money does play a huge factor. And, you know, she also got a bunch of endorsements from the establishment Democrats like Hillary Clinton, Jim Clyburn. Um, Jim Clyburn is starting to play kingmaker uh, in in the Democratic Party. Uh, He played kingmaker for Joe Biden. He's played kingmaker now for Chantel Brown. And I think he is someone that we need to definitely keep our eyes on because this guy is going around the country uh, getting rid of progressive candidates or progressive uh, movements. He's, he's literally stomping them out. And um, But, you know, here on the show, we like to talk about solutions. We like to talk about things that uh, Nina could have d- done to, uh, you know, possibly turn this around and keep that momentum that she had. Not saying that she did not do any of these things uh, because, you know, the, the internal reporting is, is not quite all the way out. But uh, I did find some reporting from the 2020 election that just happened. And I think it, I think it showed some very uh, interesting points that, uh, that I think carried over into this race and I think it's something that I, I, I preach to candidates whenever I speak to them about getting, uh, you know, the 18 to 30 age range active in politics because that is a voter demographic that is not voting. And it is 
And, you know, that if for progressive candidates and for progressive politics, that is who, um, you know, I mean, not only not only that age range, but that working age range, that age range that that doesn't have as many opportunities as a lot of older generations had. Um, you know, that is our base. And if you do not uh, if you do not get your messaging out to these people, if you do not activate these people, if you do not rally these people to vote um, or get to the polls, it, it, it just it won't work. And and I, I think that was a big part of Nina Turner's uh, race. I believe that she did. I, I, I think, you know, she did a lot. And I know she's a, a very powerful speaker. She had Cornell West come out there and speak. She had even AOC, uh, you know, which are on the progressive left. You know, those are very big uh, heavy hitters. And I think, you know, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to generate a lot of national momentum. But uh, within the local party of Ohio, um, do those names really count? Do those names uh, go as far? And she even had uh, local politicians, local activists in the area uh, support her, which, you know, it, it, it's a little crazy, you know, when you even have that support on the back end and you still don't win. And I, I just think that just also further goes to show how much money played um a big part in this, but still, uh, I've come up with the top six ways that Nina Turner could have possibly uh, turned this around. Um, you know, just some things that I I like because I work as a political strategist, and uh, you know, this is honestly this is free game for you know other political strategists for candidates. Uh, what I'm about to give y'all here is really, <laughs> this is free knowledge right here. And it, it, it's just something to help uh, progressive candidates because I, I do definitely believe that uh, we do need uh, help. We do kind of need a guidebook to winning. And I think me sitting, uh, I've worked on a couple of campaigns uh, and, you know, just learning from every defeat, every close uh, you know, partial win, uh, you have to take and pick up piece by piece and see what worked and see what did not work. Um, and I, I just believe if you do uh, just a couple of these things, uh, you'll, you know, it'll get you across the finish line. Um, so let's, let's, uh, I'm gonna pull up a solution box, which is going to be around here somewhere. And, um, you know, like I said, this is the top six ways that Nina Turner could have uh, swung the pendulum the other way. And uh, people might say, well, you know, Gian, why do I have to listen to you? You know, what, what do you know? You know, I, you know, I did graduate from TSU, HBCU, you know, uh, with a bachelor's in public affairs, a minor in pre-law. Uh, I'm also attending Harvard, uh, classes at Harvard. And uh, I just, you know, just from that and like my work experience, I just feel like 
I'm kind of creating a formula that can really honestly help us. And so, uh, and I, and like I said earlier in the video, uh, you know, the internal reporting is not all the way out with the Nina Turner campaign. Um, that's will come out, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of days, but, just like I said earlier, also in the video, looking at some of the trends from the 2020 election, I think some of those trends uh, bled over into this uh, special election. So the number one thing, like I said, top six things Nina Turner should have done to win her race. Also, before we get into this. get the word out. And so let's get started with this. So the number one thing that Nina Turner or any progressive candidate or just anything or anybody running, you need to have a strong ground game. Your ground game needs to be strong. You need to have volunteers. You need to have hungry volunteers and you need to have some good uh, field organizers who know the area. Uh, it is not always wise to bring these outside field organizers who've worked on other campaigns. I do believe those people can, uh, they, they can be very helpful, but you need people who are on the ground, who are familiar with the area, who have a face, uh, who has a face and is kind of known throughout the area. Um, you know, someone who's helped out just a familiar presence within that community. Uh, you know, congressional districts are, you know, some are large, some aren't that large. Uh, so you need to have somebody who's familiar. You need to create, you need to hire activists in these areas to be your field organizers, to be your liaisons to, to the community. And, um, you know, that you need, and, volunteers is such an important part of, of a campaign because your volunteers are going to be your boots on the ground, your soldiers in arm, the people who you're going to have knock on doors. And I know with COVID, it is very stressful trying to knock on doors, trying to canvas. I, I know it's especially hard trying to do that, but um, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, and I know in Texas, you know, we don't even really, uh, abide by the guidelines, but you know, the democratic party, you know, while we were canvassing, we were taking a lot of precautions. We had gloves, we had, uh, N95 masks, uh, hand sanitizer on us. You know, we had a lot of, we, uh, tried to cover our P's and Q's and cross our, cross our T's and dot our I's with, uh, with the safety protocols with COVID. And so, uh, you know, you got to have a strong ground, ground game and you have to try to cover every precaution that you can. Um, it, it, it's, it's just a absolute must. And so, like, so it, you need to have, you know, activists, you need to make them activists in the area, you need to make them your uh, your field organizers and your liaisons to the community because they already have an established foot in the community. 
another thing uh, is having a strong volunteer base. And because that is, like I said, your boots on the ground. And that is very important. Um, another thing that uh, we need that. All right, guys, I had to give me some water. So number two, the number two thing that you need to do is you need to have your face needs to be recognizable with the community, your face, not just your liaisons and your field organizers and, and, and those people, but you, you yourself need to be um, a part of the community. You need to have a heavy hand in the community. Uh, you need to have a, a track record, a service record of working within the community, of, um, you know, working within the community a uh, hundred hours or more community service, uh, you, you your face has to be recognizable in the area. People have to know you. People have to say, oh yeah, I know that guy. That guy has worked with this local business and that local business. And, and, and that's a part of the community service aspect. You have to work with these local businesses. You have to prop them up and they'll prop you up. That there, there has to be a, a certain give and take with local businesses and small businesses, so to you know to to elevate each other. That that is a that is a complete must. You have to work with local businesses. You have to, uh, or you have to have a face out there in the community. You have to have over a hundred hours. I think maybe even for Congress, I, I wouldn't maybe say a thousand, but maybe 500 hours between you yourself and maybe like a, a bunch of your staff, you know, hell, I even shoot. If you got, if you got your whole volunteer base, your, your, and all of those people then I say, try and make it a thousand hours, you know, have your campaign be a, a force in that area doing stuff giving out food to the needy, um, you know, doing uh, pantry drives and, and, and clothes drives and, and things of that matter. Sorry, guys. You know, you have to, you have to bring that aspect, uh, that community aspect into politics. Um, and, I, and I know Nina Turner's a fighter, but she's been on the national stage for, for the past four years. She's been all around the country. And then she came back trying to run for office. It, not saying that she didn't, not saying that she wasn't electable because she was, uh, she, she did serve in the Ohio State. Um, you know, she did serve in the Ohio State legislation, but you, 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 you can't be that removed. I think that was a couple of years ago. You can't be like that removed four years or more removed, you know, out there on the national stage and then coming back trying to, you know, just trying to run for office. I mean, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't work. And so that's why you have to have a, a huge face in the community. Why she was like, campaigning. She should have had her, her staffers doing these huge uh, donation drives, these huge, like doing for the community, showing like, 
Like even even though I'm not elected, look at what I'm doing right now. So just think just think about what happens when I do get elected. Um, and so number three, and I know I'm gonna probably catch a lot of flack for this one, but we don't have a third party yet. We do not have a third party yet. So we still have to run within the Democratic Party. And I know we have groups like the we have organizations like the People's Party and, and things like that and the Green Party. You know, uh, we do have those third party options, but you know, that's going to take a while to uh, you know, to get them up and going and you know, properly winning elections. In the meantime, in the meantime and in between time, we have to run as Democrats and we have to infiltrate and take over the Democratic Party. And Chantel Brown, she was, I think she was a, a, a precinct chair. She served on the city council. She had a voter base. She had a voter block. And, and those people were following her. And, and she was, I'm pretty sure she was heavily involved in the Democratic organizations. She was heavily involved with them. She had a face in those groups. That matters, that counts, because those people know other people, those people know business people, and then they talk. And, and, and it just, it's a web. And, and on, I know a lot of people don't like the backdoor aspect of politics, but this isn't necessarily that much of a backdoor because anybody can get into these democratic organizations. You just have to look for them. You just have to find them. And, and running as an outsider is good, but you have to be, you still have to, within being an outsider, you still have to be an insider. And that does not mean uh, finagling on your policy beliefs. Never do that. You know, you know, still run on that. But you have to bring those policy beliefs into these different democratic organizations. That's the only way we're going to change them from the inside out. You, you have to be, you have to have a presence in those groups. It is highly important because all politics are local. All politics are local. And if you don't have a face in those different organizations, then, then you're just seen as someone just trying to run for clout and just trying to, even though Chantel Brown is a horrible candidate and who gave and who was basically money laundering money to her boyfriend using government contracts. Now, first of all, how, like, you know, and I know Nina Turner did put out a message on that, uh, a campaign ad on that, but that needed to be blown up everywhere. That that should have been like that. That message should have been like just pushed out there, like like this person is corrupt. This person is misusing funds. <sighs> but still, you you have to, you know. You have to have a face within these different democratic uh, organizations, the local organizations. Um, you just have to, you have to have a face. And so the fourth thing, and which I think is very crucial, 
especially to progressive candidates, uh, outsider candidates, you have to register and create your own voter base. Nina Turner should have been out there having voter drives while she was like in tandem with you working with the community and you uh, doing community service. You need to be holding voter registrations. You need to register people to vote. You need to you need to go to where the young people are at because that was one of the trends in 2020. The young people were not voting. You have to get that 18 to 30 range out there to vote. That is your voting block. That is your base. You get those people to vote. Every progressive candidate, every Democratic candidate, they will win. And so... Uh, let's look at this. I want, I want to, I want to look at, I want to pull up this. And so let's look at this graph real quick. So this is an age distribution comparison. So we had, so this blue line, see, we have 18, we have 20, basically to a hundred, basically 18. I think if you was to go all the way up to a hundred, you know, people, this is the age range. This is the percentages, and this is the different elections. The different colors are the different elections. So let's look at 2020, the 2020 primary. Look at this. Look at the, this is the young people. They're not voting. The young people are not voting. And look at the, look at 60 and above. Look at this. Highest voter turnout. You know, th this is the age group that, you know, this age group is still stuck in the mindset of blow, vote blue no matter who. They are still in this mindset of the, they are still in that mindset. They are, uh, you know, any Democrat is better than, than you know, than any outsider or, you know, they have that kind of mindset. They don't understand our, our age demographic, they don't understand what makes us tick. They don't understand us. They do not. And so you have these people voting. You have these people voting in large numbers, making decisions for these people, for the young people, for the people the economy's not working for. And... and then you want to know why you lose. You're not, you're not, your base is not, your base is not turning out. And I know Nina Turner had, you know, she had a lot of fiery people out there. So, you know, I don't understand why they didn't turn out. But, you know, maybe she wasn't going, you know, you have to go where young people are. I always say this. You have to go where the young people are and you have to talk to them. You have to be like, hey, Look, I'm running for office. I'm trying to do this. I understand. You know, you may not care about politics, but you know, how many how many politicians you see come and talk to you? You don't see that. The people people between that age demographic don't see that. You have to think outside the box. We have to be more creative. We got to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. 
Because if we don't, we're going to continue to lose. And I and I I don't want us to I don't want us to lose because the establishment right now is so gleeful and joyful right now that Nina Turner lost because they knew if she would have won, it would have been it the corporate Democrats would have had hell to pay because Nina doesn't play that. She would have been in there bussing heads. Oh. It's just hard. It's hard, guys. But here, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to the to the solution box. So you got to create your own voter base. That's what we were saying. You have to register people to vote. You have to go where the young people are at. You have to get you have to create that momentum within them. You have to make your case to them. You have to go where they are at. They're not, they're not going to follow. You have to go to them and you have to energize them. And I'm not even saying Nina didn't do that, but you have to think outside the box. We got to start going to bars and clubs and stuff and somehow try and, you know, try and get a message maybe before, maybe, you know, host little events like stuff like that, you know? To get in, you gotta you gotta register you gotta register to vote. If you're not registered, then you're automatically in. Free admission. So, another thing, and um, I, I do believe they did have some debates, but Nina needed a one-on-one -on -one debate with Chantel. Um. Debates are a long line of American history. It is the battle of ideas on a platform. Uh, it is the closest thing you will get to two politicians duking it out. And that's debates. And she needed to have a one-on-one -on -one debate with Chantel Brown so they can have the ideas out there and, and the people can see, you know, like, the people can hear them and, and, and see them for what they truly are and hold people accountable. And you need a debate to be held by a third party uh, entity because you don't want Democrats or Republicans to even host it because they are going to uh, they're going to frame questions in a way that is that is very damaging and, and to progressive ideas. So. You know, she needed to do a one-on-one -on -one debate with her. She has to. That that should have been that should have been one of the number one things. You have to debate your opponent. You have to put them on the hot seat. You have to put their ideas on the hot seat and you have to call them out to them to their faces. And a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that's dirty." But no, it's not dirty. It it's it's a part of politics and people like, like people like blood sports, people like people to go at it. So you got to give the people what you want. You got to go up there and you have, and she could have tore her down on so many things. I mean, hell just, just the money laundering thing alone. Or the alleged mon money laundering. That's what we'll, we'll say. Alleged. But I mean, the, 
The proof is in the pudding. She was giving money to her boyfriend and gov- giving her boyfriend government contracts. What? Ohio, people of the 11th Congressional District, what are you doing? What are you doing, people? You put you put in this corrupt person and then and then in a couple of years, you know, oh yeah, Chantel Brown, she's not doing nothing for the people. She's, you know, that's just asinine. But you have to, you have to, you have to debate your, your opponent. And I know they had a couple of panel debates, but you gotta, you have to do, I mean, CNN should have, I mean, no, not CNN, but you gotta, you gotta get it out there. CNN should have hosted with somebody else with like TYT or, you know, some leftist group online, maybe raw tape <laughs> to host a debate to, um, you know, ask, you know, progressive questions or to ask just the real questions and not give softball fluff questions. You, debates are are very prominent. You, we need more debates. We need more politicians debating their opponents so we can have these battle of ideas. I know a lot of people will say, oh, that's not enough. But I think in the campaigning aspect, that's what's needed. That's very important. And so, like we've been kind of mentioning all throughout this video, uh, focusing on the 18 to 30 age range. That age range is crucial. You have to focus on them. You have to get them energized to vote. Uh, you have to do text reminders. You have to do, um, you know, voter engagement, uh, voter, you know, political block parties, getting people out there to vote. Uh, going to, like I said before, going to where young people are holding voter registrations. You have to create your own voter block. That is the key to winning progressives. That is the key to winning these races is having our own demographic and that our own demographic being the demographic, the age demographic of 18 to 30 and getting them out to vote. That is what we need to do. If we do not do that, we will continue to lose. If we do that, we will be almost guaranteed to win. Minus the, you know, even though, you know, there's such a large money, uh, you know, a dark money influence. And, you know, another thing that we have to understand with this, with Nina Turner's race was Nina Turner had establishment Democrats after her and Republicans after her. Uh, I think some Republican gave $2 million again to Chantel Brown against Nina Turner's uh, campaign. <sighs> that, I mean, that's a lot. But you got to understand, every time some establishment uh, like Jim Clyburn or Hillary Clinton, whenever they endorsed Chantel Brown, Nina Turner had a big fundraising day. So it's just how you use this money. You have to use this money to put back. I don't, I'm going to have to look that up, but you got to use that money to help out the community. And, you know, you can do that in in an assortment of ways. I've named plenty of them throughout the video. But that's our show, guys. 
Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any uploads. Share this video. If you know somebody who's running for office, share this to them. Uh, let them watch it. Let them analyze it for themselves. You know, maybe they'll like what I say. Maybe they won't like what I say. But from what I'm finding and from the research I've done, this is this is like very crucial to getting progressive candidates uh, elected. And I've done a, a, a couple of shows like this on the channel. So check them out. We're going to be creating a playlist. And, you know, it's for candidates, for uh, po progressive political strategists, uh, anybody in that kind of elk who wants to see how they can run their uh, campaign, definitely check those videos out. But uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any uploads. Also, you can find us anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Y'all have a blessed day. Yeah.